My name is William M. Davis, and I'm running for Detroit City Council, District 7. Please share your Detroit background and relationship to Detroit. Your history of being a Detroiter. Well, let's see here. I was born in Huntington, West Virginia. I came here as a small child. Um, during the, I was just amazed coming here because uh, the city of Detroit had so many black people with nice brick homes, uh, so many uh, nice cars. I had never seen so many black people or so many cars or so many nice brick homes. Um, I worked for the city of Detroit for 34 years. I started off at the wastewater treatment plant as a sewage plant helper, and I advanced to um, being a chef manager. Uh, I um, also was a chief union steward for ASME, American Federation of State County Municipal Employees, and I helped to organize a, UA a UAW group at the wastewater treatment plant, a UAW supervisory group, and I was their first chief steward. Uh, I'm very concerned about the environment. Uh, that was part of my job to make sure that we didn't violate any uh, clean air or water standards. I've been, um, I also, during, after I retired, I was actively involved with the fight against the Detroit bankruptcy. I am uh, president of a group called Detroit Active Retired Employee Association, and uh, we fought against the, bank, the Detroit bankruptcy. And in fact, we had a case that was in my name, William M. Davis, that went to the Eastern District Court, Federal Court here in, in Detroit. Uh, also went to the Sixth Court of Appeals in Cincinnati, Ohio, and also went to U.S. Supreme Court. But the U.S. Supreme Court chose not to hear it. Uh, I believe that the people of Detroit was robbed in that Detroit bankruptcy. I know not only was my pension cut, but thousands of people's pensions was cut, especially black and brown people, people that started with the city after Coleman Young became mayor. For whatever reason, there was a cutoff that didn't affect the older retirees was predominantly Caucasian. I am also president of the Detroit chapter National Action Network. I'm a strong believer in community involvement and community uh, encouraging people to take part in what's going on in their community. I'm also on the board for Bar with Harlem Neighborhood Association, which is one of the oldest neighborhood organizations in the city of Detroit. I've been on that board for five years I've been, I'm also an elected precinct delegate for Precinct 410. That's in uh, the aviation area of Detroit. I'm a strong believer in listening to people and not thinking I know what's good for other people. I think far too many people get an elected position and just start thinking they can think for other people. Uh, I've been an elected police commissioner for District 7 since 2017. I took office in 2018. Tell the story of what led you to run for office. Well, initially I had planned to run before Gabe Leland even decided that he wasn't going to run uh, because I thought that the district needed better representation. I thought that the district still does not have the resources it should have. Uh, district 7 is one of two districts that do not physically have a recreational center in our area. Uh, we need resources. Uh, there's a lot of people in District 7 that's hurting. Uh, there's a lot of people that had their homes foreclosed on. And I think that blight is a major problem in the city of Detroit, but especially in District 7. And unfortunately, some of that blight actually comes from the Detroit Land Bank. Uh, I think the Detroit Land Bank needs to be controlled better. I think that properties stay in the land bank for too long. I think that we need to outsource those properties out of there quicker. Uh, 
I believe that uh, neighborhood groups, organizations, uh, neighborhood associations, black clubs, neighborhood churches would do better, you know, picking up a couple of those houses in their geographical area. And as long as they maintain and supervise them and help to get them back on the tax roll, that would benefit all the taxpayers. What is your understanding of the duties of the office you are running for? Uh, principally, a city council person helps to legislate and makes laws or ordinance for the city of Detroit. Uh, they also are supposed to be approving the budget, uh, especially the budgets that the mayor put forth. Uh, far too often, it, it appears as if they're not really thinking of the whole community. You know, I think downtown and Midtown and Corktown are doing great. I think we need to have a greater emphasis on improving the neighborhoods. Uh, there's a lot of communities, especially in District 7 and others, that need assistance, you know, that need to be doing more. And um, just like the police response time, police response time is really good downtown, but not as good once you get into the neighborhoods. That's one of the strong things I'm advocating for, a stronger and better improved police response time. What is your position on water shutoffs and water affordability in the city of Detroit? Well, you know, uh, that's a very good question in that um, water cannot be free. There's a cost associated with pumping and cleaning and processing water. But I think far too often we are overcharging the residents for our water. Just like I think that we are overcharging people with these drainage fees. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but you know I am by working with the wastewater treatment plant. There's a combined sewer overflow. There's a split where the city of Detroit is actually paying, the residents of the city of Detroit is paying like 83% of the costs associated with that. And uh, outside of the city of Detroit, residents are paying 17%. I think that is, uh, they set up that up, you know, like in the 1970s or 80s. When I could see it then, you know, because of the high concentration of concrete and what have you in the city of Detroit versus what was going on in suburbia at that time. But especially in so much that they stole our water department, they, they need to rechange, you know, the split. Uh, at the very least, it should be at the very least 50-50. Uh, I, I think these drainage fees is decimating a lot of homes, a lot of businesses, and a lot of churches and organizations. I think the drainage fees are far too high. Uh, just like if you look at your house and you look at the front portion of your house, some of that water do go to the, to the street and to the drains. But a good portion of that water from the back part of your house backwards goes in your backyard. A good portion of the water on the side of your house stays there on the side of your house. You might have one side that might have a driveway or what have you, and some of that may actually go to the to the front of your house and to the you know to the street drain, but not necessarily. You know, so the way they even calculate it is bad. And also, if we didn't have so many uh, land bank properties that are not paying anything, you know, the the total cost for the average resident would be lower. What is your plan and position on abandoned properties like schools throughout the city of Detroit owned by the land bank authority? Well, the city of Detroit owns a lot of schools, a lot of uh, abandoned schools, and some of that should go back to the school system. But a lot of that the city acquired because of the drainage fees. 
and they're not properly maintaining them because I just drove past uh, McFarland today. And, you know, like say you have overgrowth, but they're not maintaining the properties. These properties need to be maintained. I envision a lot of, you know, schools historically was anchors for communities. Uh, and a lot of these schools, as long as they're not too far, you know, damaged, could possibly become resource centers where you could have people uh, maybe um, getting training for jobs, getting training for uh, educational training. Because, like, you know, we talk about the need for young people to get education. But in the city of Detroit, there's a lot of, let us say, mature people that need training, that need education, that also need to bring up their reading and math skills. What's your position on the repayment of residents who have been overassessed and overpaid property taxes? Well, I think they need to be receive a credit a credit that they could pay, you know, that the city could help show a discount on their property tax, you know, over a period of time. Uh, also, I think the people that may have lost their homes, you know, should have an opportunity to pick up a land bank home if they could find one that's in decent shape and also get a grant, you know, to help cover the cost to fix up those properties. What's your definition of police reform? Do you feel it's needed in Detroit? If so, in what ways? What is your position on facial recognition technology? Uh, police reform is desperately needed in the city of Detroit. We continue to have issues. Uh, also, you know, don't get me wrong, the vast majority of the police officers are hardworking men and women to do a good job. But we need major reform in that, um, we, like say, the duty to intercede. An officer, if an officer, let's say there's two or three Scott cars at an incident, and one of those officers are doing something that's egregious, you know, that's really bad. The other officers should have a duty to intercede and stop them from doing something that's wrong. Um, you know, like qualified immunity. That should not be in effect if an officer is violating city policy or human rights. Are you familiar with and what is your position on the Detroiters Bill of Rights? Uh, yes, I am familiar with it. Uh, and I think that people of Detroit should have a Bill of Rights and we should be able to have some reasonable expectation of what to expect from our government. What do you see as the future of Detroit? I think Detroit has a lot of promise, but it needs some work. Um, I think that we need to be concentrating more so on the neighborhoods. You know, like I indicated earlier, downtown, midtown, Corktown, they're doing great. Um, we want to make sure that the people that have been living here have an opportunity to continue to live here. Uh, we do not want a city where mature people are being pushed out. And I think some of that is happening now. Why should Detroiters vote for you? I think that I have a vast amount of overall experience, uh, you know, like say, because I've been involved with the two largest departments in the city of Detroit, the water department, that's the largest civilian um, employer of the city of Detroit. Um, and at the time when I started, it had a whole lot more workers than they do now. And the Detroit Police Department, the water department is an enterprise agency, which means it actually generates funds. Uh, so that's one, that's one way they do things. And also the Detroit Police Department, 
which is the largest department and the largest source of the city, you know, the city's budget. Over $325 million a year goes to the Detroit Police Department budget. I previously chaired the board of the police commission, the budget committee dealing with the Detroit Police Department budget. You know, so I'm aware of it and think that we could need, need to make improvements. But, you know, you need to be aware of how city government is ran, what to do. I've been involved in city government, you know, in one way or another for 40 years.